As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Ying.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to Spirit Chat. Join medium healer Deborah Martin and spiritual director Valerie in a thought-provoking conversation, reaching beyond what you thought was possible. Hello, everyone. Um, Today's topic is very interesting. It's called People-Pleasing, How to Stop the Habit. This is an interesting topic because we all do it. But why is it important to really recognize this, what you're doing. Why is it a habit? Is it something that we should be aware of? So Valerie and I, we sit with this topic and we said, should we do this? Should we not do this? But we felt, you know what, this is something that we all do. And how can we, how can we look at it when we're people pleasing, we're really not pleasing ourselves. So, Valerie, do you have something to add to that before we start? Well, um, just the whole idea of people pleasing. I know we're not honoring, we're not honoring ourselves um, when we when we people please, um, and when we people please, it's never going to be enough because you're going to please this, try to please this person, and you're going to try to please this person, you're going to try to, and it's never, what we do will never be enough. So, if I were to ask you the question, Deborah, um, if I were to ask, how do you stop the habit of people pleasing? What would you say? I would think that, it's a process. First, I'd have to be aware, aware that I am doing this habit. Then I would have to ask myself the question, where is this coming from? And then I'd ask another final question, um, who is this honoring? So if we break that down, And we start with, first, let's become aware. 
How many times have we sat here and said, you know, I really don't want to do this, or I really don't want to go to this function, or I just really don't feel like I want to be part of that discussion. But then we hem and haw, and we do it. And how do we feel afterwards? We know later after it's done, like, I knew I shouldn't have went. And so when we become aware of it, the first thing that, that happens is you find yourself not wanting to do it. So, so are you saying that, that um, uh, when you do, when you become aware that you're people-pleasing, the, fir the first thing that you notice is you're a little uncomfortable or you have to think too long about it. If you have to think too long about it, do you really want to do, really do um, whatever it is? Um, uh, so there's, it's almost like you have an inner conflict. Is that what you're saying? That, so yeah, there's, there's like tension, a, like a tension. You notice a tension in your that. body? Yeah, it's like this little tension that, or this little voice in me that's going, uh, do you really want to do this? Do you really want to go? Do you really want to be part of that? And, it, and I'm, I'm questioning myself in my mind, which is telling me there's resistance, which is telling me I don't really want to go or do this. So why am I? Well, that's where the awareness is that you get that gut feeling. You might, even, you might not even be thinking about it. You just get that gut feeling of, uh... I'm not too um, too keen on this, right? Well, it, 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 to me, uh, I think it would feel it would feel uncomfortable. You would just not feel you'd feel not yourself, like you're not yourself, like you're like you're answering um, something's coming out of your mouth, but it's almost like it's not your voice. Right. So that goes to where is this coming from? Right? Yes. Yes. Um, so let's, let's, let's do a couple examples. One would be simple. We could be going um, out with other, like a group of people and they say, well, where do you want to eat? And you go anywhere. I'm fine with anything, but really you're not because you might have food allergies or you don't really like certain foods, but you're just going to go along with the way to make things so there's no conflict. Or, right? or, they, might, or they might say, we're going to eat at this particular place. And, right. and that's a place that you don't want to eat. And, and so then you go, you go along with it. So then, so then, and, so you you go along with it, but you have this uncomfortable feeling like, why can't I say, why, could, why couldn't I have said, I don't want to eat there? So you have an uncomfortable feeling as to you're not speaking your truth, in other words, right? Correct. Yes. So, so then we'd have to say, 
Where is it coming from? Why am I saying this? Is it, am I, am I going along with everybody because I don't want conflict? Or am I going along with it because I want them to like me? Or I don't want to disappoint them. Exactly. Disappointment. And or, re, or reject. Well, that goes along with, with uh, rejection goes along with them liking me, right? Right. Rejection. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so those, those basic where, you know, why and where is this coming from? Those, those basic ones apply to everything. The rejections, the disappointment, to no conflict. Um, and maybe I just, I just want to fit in and be loved. But, but what happens is I make it about, I make it about their disappointment, their right. rejection, their liking me. And, and I take the focus off of me and I put it on them. And, and so what that tells me is I'm making what they think matter more than what I feel or my own truth. Correct? correct. So correct. And so let's say we go to that restaurant. Now there's nothing on that menu that I really like, but I didn't speak up. So now they're all ordering their favorite dishes. And I, well, what are you going to order, Deborah? And I'm like, I'm not too hungry. All of a sudden I'm not too hungry. Well, I really didn't honor myself, did I? Because now I'm not even going to have anything to eat. So I didn't speak my truth. And it comes, it comes down to speaking your truth and honoring yourself right from the beginning. Right. Because you start to go down the wrong path. And these become habits because you are a people pleaser. Well, and right? yes. And what's most important you know, we've always heard this from, you know, probably every spiritual teacher there is. Number one, number one is to love yourself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we talked about self-care. And, and self-care means you have to put your truth first. Because if you don't, you not only do yourself a disservice, but you also do others a disservice because you're not being you. You're, yeah. you're trying to be someone's idea of you, which is not the real you. And then you're not voicing your truth. Well, and that's, and that's a big, and that's a big thing because I, I believe that there are, I believe that there is somewhat, um, uh, it might be a small connection between speaking your truth and an illness because everything just gets stuffed. Everything just gets, you know, stuffed in your body and your, your truth gets stuffed in and you, and pretty soon you're living someone else's definition of you and you're living you're living for someone else and not, you're not living your true self. 
Well, and I can, I know, because I can be a people pleaser, I know that I don't care for conflict, but I also am always concerned, like, oh, well, if I tell them no, then am I hurting their feelings? Or if I tell them no, then will what if they don't go then? You know, what if what if there's a group of three of us and if I don't go then then the whole everything's canceled. So so you're putting so you're taking the responsibility for other people for their in, feelings. In, for their you're taking responsibility for their feelings. Correct. And and you're making um pleasing them more important than pleasing yourself. And I don't even look at it at that, which is interesting because we probably don't. And that's why it's like you have to be aware of it because when you're in it, and and I'm just going to give an example. Let's just say there's three people that want to go to the movies. And I choose, oh, I really don't like that movie or I've already seen that movie. So it's not good. I don't really want to go. But you know what? I better go because if I don't go, then the other two aren't going to go and I'm going to ruin the whole night. So I'm just going to go because I like being with them and I'll just I'll try to do enjoy the evening anyway. So by me doing that, I am worried about how everything's going to turn out. But in reality, I'm not going to have the same effect as if I went because I wanted to. Because if I hadn't seen the movie... I'd be excited. They're not going to see that same excitement that I would. So, so, so they're not getting they're not getting the benefit of of your bright shining light. They're actually they're, they're actually getting um, a somewhat watered down Deborah, <laughs> a watered yeah, down version of yourself. Exactly. They, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't be getting my full self, my full attention. Yeah. Yeah, because I would be day drifting or not really paying attention because I've already seen it. So these are just examples that I'm, you know, I'm throwing out there for us to see why a situation like that would take place um, and how we can look at first, I was aware of it. Second, I'm putting, oh, no, if I back up, then I might ruin the night. Well, well, in fact, it goes back to that what ifs podcast. Well, what if they do go and they end up having a great night without me, right? So it's, it's, it's being aware, seeing it in any situation, even when it comes to voicing something that you don't want to have a conflict with. You know, so many times it's like, oh, it's just so easy not to talk about it because if I talk about it, you know, I talk to my daughter all the time, like you need to voice this to whether it's a friend and she's like, oh, no, mm -mm. if I voice it, I just start drama. And I'm not about drama, so I'm not going to talk about it. And it's like, but if you don't talk about it, then you, you don't resolve the issue. Nope, nope, don't want the drama, because if I have the drama, then I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm starting it. I'll let somebody else bring it up. Well, and it's interesting because it's creating drama within herself. It's going to create havoc and drama within herself. It's oh, I not, I get to watch it. Yes. Not, yes. Not voicing, not voicing her truth, because um, a conflict 
it's not a bad thing. I think given how you grow up, if you didn't, if the only conflict you saw was um, if it resulted in violence or yelling and screaming and never resulted in any type of resolution. So -hmm. that's what we learn as children. And so then, of course, of course, we're going to want to stay clear of any type of, of conflict. And we're going to be that peace at any price. But like, like I've told you before, I learned the hard way and in um in a 43 year marriage where i tried to keep the peace mm-hmm. at any cost at any cost and that peace peace at any price is not real peace it's an illusion because you cannot build a relationship on an illusion because sooner or later it's it's going to fall apart because it's not based on it's not based on truth well did you find peace when you did that you were you're making peace for everybody else but did you find peace within uh no no that peace at any price right no uh, and and you're not really creating peace for everybody else you're creating an illusion. You're creating an illusion. You're, you're making something that's difficult. And it's like you're, um, you know, you're dressing it up and trying to make it look pretty. And, and I've been known to do that most of my life is try to dress something up and make it look pretty and make it work. You know, even when all the parts, even when all the people aren't talking to each other, you know, let me bend myself in an, into a pretzel in order for this to look good, and and it and it didn't it didn't work. It just, you know, it will inevitably fall apart, and and so I think what I learned from that is. It's really important to honor myself because if I don't honor myself, if I'm walking around trying to please everybody else and I'm, and I, by doing that, I'm not honoring myself. Right. And one of my famous things that I love to say all the time, because it's not easy to have conflict. You, you, you don't really want to go to the table and say, oh, I got to call this person. And I know I, I, it's, I know that they're not going to like what I have to say, but I, I looked at it like this. If I honor myself by speaking the truth, I'm honoring the person that I have to speak to, too. Exactly. exactly. And so that's like, so look back to my daughter with the drama, right? So then she sits home festering about it all night because it's bothering her, whether, whether she could have just talked about it and they could have resolved it. But right. she didn't start it, so it's like she's just going to be the peacemaker, but the peacemaker holds it, and you can see it just eating at her all night, right? Because until she really knows that it resolved, 
Well, uh, and, and getting something out in the open yes. is the only way that, it's, that you're going to get resolution. Because if it doesn't come out in the open, you'll never have resolution. So it's just important to get whatever it is that's bothering us. Because um, if, we, if we, and, and give, it, give it a voice, whatever mm -hmm. it is that is bothering us, give it a voice. Once it has a voice, it sits down and shuts up. That's well, it. It's true. You speak your truth. What else is that other person going to say? You know, they're going to, they may, if they're going to be disappointed, then that's their right to be disappointed. If they feel rejected, that's their right to feel rejected. If they feel, oh, well, I'll just find something else to do for the night. That's their choice. And that's the problems with people pleasers is we hold on to what are they going to feel? They, well, and we try to take care of other people's, other people's feelings instead of allowing, you know, true freedom is, is just allowing other people to have their feelings. And, and feelings are neither good or bad. So allow <laughs> the other person to be disappointed. It's okay. The world will not stop because someone is disappointed. So it's important for me to say, it's okay. It's, it, it'll be okay if that person is, is disappointed. And as far as, as far as them liking me or not liking me, I remember uh, reading something that Wayne Dyer used to say, it's none of your business how people feel about you or how people think about you. It's none of your business what people think. And so what is our business what is our business is how we feel, how we think about ourselves. To love ourselves. You know, so I, I, that I go integrity. Back, I, yeah, I have a question for you. Okay. So this, is, this, this scenario can happen, right? Because we're people pleasing when we know that we don't want to cause a conflict. Mm -hmm. So we speak our truth. Mm -hmm. And the other person on the on the other end says words that just are like a stab, and they go ouch, and then you hang up the phone and you're like, or you leave that person and you go, wow, that didn't feel too good. So now I didn't please them so that they feel good, but now I'm left not feeling too good by the words that they just said or stabbed. Well. And then so that, what do you say about that? Well, well and that, that, that's when we have to step, step back and, and detach ourselves from what was being said. That, you know, to have an understanding of if that person felt hurt, then sometimes hurt people hurt people. You know, their response was to be to say something that that stung. And 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 it's their it, it's their response. But their response 
has nothing to do with me. And, and, and if we really put ourselves, really love ourselves, it's almost as if there's a bubble around us to where those words will be deflected. We and they and, and they won't we 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 can make a choice mm -hmm. we can make a choice in that moment whether the, to take those words in and allow them to um define us mm -hmm. or we can see the words for what they are coming from somebody who um was disappointed or, or however they felt but we it's can choose it's interesting because you, it, number two question, where is it coming from, applies to you and also the person you're speaking with or who you're around. So, you know, first you're aware, then where is this coming from? You ask yourself, and then if somebody reacts in a, a way that stung you or stabbed you, you ask that same question. Why, why, did, it, why did it sting me? And... and and why do I have the need for that, for that person to be okay, to like me, to be okay? What, right. Where is that? Yeah. Or I sometimes people say, well, where is it coming from? Well, that person's angry because they didn't get their way. Or that person's angry because it just, or it just came out because they're angry. And right. so once I know like, okay, that's, that's words just coming from anger. I just let it go going, that's just their stuff. Yes, right? exactly. And so it, it goes back to like, well, where is it coming from? Probably from anger. And they, if they want to be angry, then they can own those words. I'm not going to take them on. Right, right. So, be, so you make a choice. You make a choice in that moment. Right. Whether or not to, to allow these words to... Um, define you or, 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 or get you off track um, or, you know, disturb you to allow those words to, dis to disturb your peace. Those words are kind of, can, can be kind of like a, like an intruder. Mm -hmm. Like if, like the image I'm getting is like an intruder into your home. So if you think of your home as your, your being, your beingness, your being, you know, we are peace, we are love. That's the home. That's my home. Right. So somebody, I, I tell my truth to somebody and they get angry and say something. I make the choice whether to allow the intruder in or lock the door and say, you know, I, I, I hear your, I hear your disappointment. I hear your anger. Um, and that's it. And then so let, gonna, them, let them be with it. I'm going to go a little deeper here because some of us who are listening may have grown up where it did define us because we heard you know, you're not good enough, you're not good enough, you're not good enough, or, um, you know, some of these words that do define us. And I know that takes it a little bit away from people-pleasing, but I just want people to know when people say words 
to shame you or to put you down, then those are, and you hear it over and over and over, um, you have to see where it's coming from because the person that's saying it is really not feeling good about themselves and they're putting it on you. And so I just had, I have to make sure that I said that because of defining you. I've been in a situation where, you know, I did leave feeling less, less of. Less, less than, worthy. less than. Less than and, and, and less worthy, you know. And um, perhaps, you know, so in that moment, you would recognize that you were being triggered, that they triggered that, that, that memory from, you know, childhood when you were told you weren't enough. Right. And so you recognize, you recognize that it is a trigger. And then, you know, then you give yourself the love that's needed in that, in that moment. But, um, but yes, uh, I think that um, uh, being told that we weren't good enough or uh, when those situations happen, it does trigger that, that nerve, that place in us. Right. And so self-awareness is self-awareness. And we talked about this in one of our podcasts to really know yourself and know when you're being triggered, know when you've got, when, you know, like, uh, like you, Deborah, you just said you were, you know, you were in a situation and someone said something and, and you walked away feeling less than, Right. So, so how did you, how did you get over that hump? How did you first put all, that in perspective? First of all, I was like, you know, I digested it. So I was owning it. And then I was like, Oh, how, how dare they say that? Cause I was like, that's, that's not true. So that made me aware of, wait a minute, where's it coming from? Right. This isn't true. So this wasn't, this isn't truth that they spoke. And I'm, I'm also come from words are very, very important to me that it is all about love. And so were those words loving? And if they're not, then I choose not to own them. Um, and I'm, and then so, I know that it's them, it's coming from them, not about me. Right. So, so when you, when you just said, at first you said, uh, when it first happened, you 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 owned it. What you owned it uh, were your feelings towards it. Correct. Correct. I did. Yeah. So you owned your feelings, but then you disowned the words that came from that person, recognizing that it wasn't your truth. Correct. Correct. That's exactly yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and then I was like, "Wait a minute, that's coming from them. Their emotions, their hurt, whatever." And I gave it back by not yes. owning it. Yes, very good. That's that shield. That's that that that's that shield that you wear. You're just giving it back, saying, "Go put it back on that person," because I'm not going to own it. I'm not going to wear it. I'm not going to hold on to it. Oh, I, I like that. I like what you just said. <laughs> I I like what you just said. This is good. This is really, this is really a, a really aha moment. I'm not going to wear it. Tweetable. I'm, I'm not going to wear it. 
I'm not going to wear someone else's disappointment. Um, I'm not going to wear someone else's, um, someone's rejection. I'm not going to wear someone's anger. Um, I'm not going to wear, you know, whatever they're giving me. I'm not going to wear the shame. I okay. choose not to wear that. That's, that's really good. <laughs> it, it, that's exactly how I, I felt. And so then, then after you do that, because you, you're kind of hyped up, right? You're like, first you're aware, and then it's like, because huh! your emotions are feeling. So they're, they're like, either they're sad, oh my gosh, I can't believe this person said this, or, or they kind of make you almost like your hands go on your hips, like, huh? And then you go, wait a minute, where'd that come from? Oh, I'm not going to own this. I'm not going to wear it. That's, that's, that, that's that person's stuff, not mine, because it's not out of love. It's not truth. It's not who I am. So be gone with it, right? Well, Just and, and I think that some, sometimes we can get to that place, and that's really good. But sometimes what happens is that we'll feel responsible for their reaction mm -hmm. and we will wear it we will take it on ourselves and for days and, and okay. for, for yes for days and i think that's when it's so important to notice what's happening within us and we all have tools that we might use some of us journal some of us um you know sit and contemplate and but we ha there there has to be some type of process that we turn to in order to in order to break it apart break it apart so that we're so that we're not wearing it we're not wearing that that shame or that disappointment and that we recognize our own truth and that we recognize that we did something good for ourselves right that, that speaking our truth is a part of self-care that right. when you speak your truth when you speak your truth it's 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 a freedom there's a freedom there you're you're you've got you're exercising your freedom to be who you are and and then whatever response that you get, um, you know, make the choice to leave it outside of yourself. Well, and that's true. And, and sometimes the emotions go deep and they're really, really hurtful and you have to sit with it. But the longer you sit with it, it's like going to bed with it, that blanket becomes really heavy. It's like you're wearing it. Now you can't hardly get the blanket off because it's holding you down because you can't, you didn't deal with it. Now you're festering about it, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to really pay attention to what is it serving you? What is this really doing to you? And it's not honoring you. So how do you honor it? You take that heavy blanket off, you take that heavy coat off and you, you get rid of it. Um, whether, like you say, journaling, meditation, or um, 
just not owning it, just saying, you know, I'm not going to own this. This isn't who I am. And that goes back to the awareness and where it's coming from. So it, 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 it's those three parts. First is being aware. Where is this coming from on both sides? And who is this honoring? Because in the end, you're the one standing alone. You're the one that's, that has to look in the mirror. And you need to honor yourself so that you can feel that peace. Well, so and then, and I, yes, and I think you said it. When I honor myself, I honor others. But it has to start with myself first. So, so, that's, so that's a real important final question. Is it, who is this honoring? Who right. did I, or, or, or another question to ask would be, did I honor myself? And if I, can, if I could say yes, yes. I honored my truth, I honored myself, then, then that's it. That is the bottom line. That's a loving act right there. Yes. You're loving yourself by doing that. Yes. Um, it brings the joy back inside. It brings the love. You're loving yourself. And you're able to just remain at peace because there's well, no conflicts, there's nothing. So you have your peace, you have your joy, and your love back. Well, and you, you're, you're you. You're, you, allow, you allowed yourself to speak your truth, and you allowed yourself to be who you are. Correct. So that's the biggest thing that we have to remember. When you honor yourself by speaking your truth, you're honoring the person or persons that you're speaking this matter about and i can tell you i've used that more than once to people you know telling people that and they're like oh that makes so much sense because they just they don't want to make that call or um and and you know what by some of these choices that we have to say or or conflicts i mean covid's hard right now we can all say covid's really hard and it's like i know i i've had to tell um my daughter at one point that she couldn't come see me um, and that was hard but I knew that they had been traveling a lot so it was not gonna serve me or them to come to another state um, and so by speaking my truth she's like oh mom I would never have wanted to put you in harm or me in harm it became loving Whereas if I would just would have been sitting there going, oh my gosh, I don't want to hurt her feelings. I do want to see my grandson. I do want to see my daughter. How do I say this? If you come from a loving space with your words, they'll feel it. Well, I've always said that if you make a choice out of love, you can never make the wrong choice. Amen. There it yes. is. Yes. And, so and, and the other thing is when you honor yourself, you with the truth you're speaking the truth anything else is a lie right right you just you said it all right there and so i know like i said i know that we all have hard times right now making difficult choices and should we do what should we not do but 
sit with it. How do you feel inside with it? Honor you with it. And the, and the rest will unfold beautifully. Yes, absolutely. And so um, I think we've pretty much covered our topic without kind of going, you know, we could go on and on and on about it in so many different scenarios, but we gave you the basic tools that can help in all scenarios. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think we talked how to stop the habit. What do you think, Val? I think so. It's no longer going to be a habit of mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think once you recognize that it's a habit, that you are a people-pleasing and Exactly. Oh, right. you, got, you, you got that right, sister. Yeah. Once, once, once you recognize it, then it's not a habit. That's right. true. Exactly. Once you recognize it, and then if you start to see yourself doing it again and you apply these three tools, it will help you. Um, it will help you find yourself honoring by doing what's right for you. Yes. What it comes down to loving ourselves. Mm -hmm. So that, gosh, you know, I was a little worried thinking this is going to be a hard topic, but it really is. It isn't that difficult if you break it apart like we did. And that's why we want you to recognize that it doesn't have to be hard. This, it, it, no, nothing never needs to be hard. It can be simple. And like you said, do everything out of love. Um, we like to end each of our podcasts with a healing. So I always let it up to spirit what, at the very end, like what kind of healing do we want to do? And I think today we should do a healing on hmm if we if let's say if we're always people pleasing and we want to stop that habit then how about just embracing ourselves with our truth honoring ourselves yes yeah and honoring ourselves so we're going to um Take a deep breath in. I'm just going to allow spirit to direct this. Take a deep breath in and let it out. Just relax and keep your legs and arms uncrossed if you can with your palms up. And just receive. Receive that energy, that light and love going into your palms right now. And know that you are so loved. In all matters, there really is no right or wrong. Sometimes we just we just cause our own conflict rather than just being. And those words were from spirit is just by honoring yourself, there is no right or wrong. And what we want to do now is just allow the light to come through your hands. And, and then I'm feeling at the top of my head, spirit is putting a lot of energy into the top of my head. That is clearing the mind. We're clearing our mind. We're just allowing everything just to be put to the side right now where we can be in this moment to receive, not thinking about anything, but if we have to get our laundry done, 
where we have to do the rest of the day. We're just going to let that go because I can feel it going through my head right now. And it's just surrounding. I can see this light just surrounding my entire head. And what it's doing is it's giving you peace. It's giving you peace. Peace. So let's breathe in. And when we take that breath in, in your mind, I want you to say, I am peace. So we're going to take a deep breath in. And as you let it out, say, I am peace. Let's do that one more time. Take a deep breath in. And let it out. And that's what spirit wants us to know today. How to get back to that peaceful space. Come Relax, remove your mind, allow the white light to go into the brain, into the mind, and calm it. And then say that word, I am peace. You can do this at any time, any time of the day, any time you ha have conflict. Take a moment and, re and, and just sit back. And be at, for, at peace before you make any decisions or before you have to think about it. Sit with spirit. Allow them to give you that peace first. So I want to thank spirit right here and now for guiding that and giving us that tool because it was perfect for what we, we talked about today. So thank you. And I want to thank all of you for listening. For yes, thank you. And we're always looking for new topics. So please email us at goldenmiraclesatcox.net and let us know if there's a topic that you're struggling with or that you want to learn about. Gosh, we would be happy to ask Spirit because this is Spirit Chat. Yes. Um, so with that, we give gratitude to you. And I give gratitude to you, Valerie, too. Yes, I'm uh, so grateful for you, Deborah, and so grateful for... The, our listeners and um, have a beautiful, beautiful day or evening whenever you're listening to this. And we send our love. Yes, don't forget to honor yourself. Exactly. Bye. Peace. Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.